Yes. We are back. Episode 2. We finally made it to the second episode. I never thought this would happen. Yep. Sabelle. This is a rare occurrence. That is. So we just came hot off the presses from the Sony conference for the state of play. However, before we get into that, I have a surprise. Ooh. We have our first listener email. <laughs> the only listener email we'll ever have. Well, we had two. We had one from another oh, podcast, which we'll uh, talk about a bit later. But this one is from Rachel Clark. Mm. Very nice. She says, Hi, I'm Rachel Clark, app development manager, and I work with 110 experienced IT professional who are into, colon, who are into, question mark, iPhone and iPad app, reactive native app, phone app. Are you planning any app for the above stack? Please share your idea. Regards. Wow. Emma. Or sorry, Rachel. <laughs> Emma. Very kind of you to email in. Uh, that was the first email I ever received. I got very excited. <laughs> I genuinely thought it was a person <laughs> at first. <laughs> was that actually genuinely an email? Yes, it came through. Because uh, it came up on the subject line. It said, hello there. With an explanation mark. I was like, wow. And it said, like, Rachel Clark. Mm. So I thought. Wow. Oh, I suppose sounds like a like an actual person emailing in. Yeah. Uh I generally generally get very excited thinking, wow, we actually someone took the time to find our email from the, 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 the show notes and write some positive feedback. Uh I was all giddy at like when did it come in? Thursday at two fifty PM. Uh or Friday at two fifty PM, sorry. Uh, last week but no it was a spam uh a spam <laughs> yeah no. just kind of sums up everything really doesn't it yeah it does so somehow the spam filter <laughs> that's, that's, catch that. i love that <laughs> i find that really funny yeah <laughs> oh well i know it, it would have been a nice surprise though it would have been though we did get contacted by yeah. another podcast philip from Gaming Together, our cooperative podcast, kindly sent us a very nice message uh, saying he listened and re- really enjoyed it. So we're going to have a little cross-promotion with them. So you may hear our sweet, chocolatey tones on the ad break in their podcast, which is very nice. Yes. So we'll have a break in this podcast as well at some point. But we're going to dive right in. We are hot off the state of play. Uh for the PlayStation 5 Sony conference. But 40 minutes long. Good show. It was a good show. It was a good show. Yeah. So we've taken notes of beginning to end of all the games that were shown. And they opened up with absolute banger. They just Knights of the Old Republic remake. Completely stole the show. <laughs> In my opinion, I do. Like, I do genuinely think that that was one of these moments for a lot of people. That that's the best. That would have been the best thing revealed at the show. And it's you know, for me, it was. Like I was watching it. and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm quite happy to stop there now. I don't need to see it anymore. Anything else is just going to be a wee bit subpar. Yeah, I thought the same thing. It's going to be incredibly difficult to top that. I think. Yeah. Um, 100% agreed yeah 
But they didn't really show much. They showed because that what clicked what clicked on for me initially was the developer Aspire because they worked on the iPad mm-hmm. remake or redos for the, right. the first two games. Uh, so as soon as I saw that, I thought, "Oh shit, this must be Knights of the Republic." But I just did not expect that. That was not one of the games I was expecting at all to come out of this. No, I wasn't expecting that either. Even though they didn't really show anything, it was just like a CG of a Sith. Hey, it's happening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but nonetheless, very exciting. I can't wait. Yeah, no, I, 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 that is the one for pretty much that whole show where I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm most excited for. The only thing that worries me is going to be about another, what, two, both, well, if they three, four years before we actually see it. Yeah, um, it's going to be uh, it's like, cause if it's, a while. It's just been announced, and it's like you know, just it's not even like a proper trailer either. It was just like a teaser for it, which was more than enough to make you go, "Yes, take your top off and swing it around in excitement." Um, but it's going to be a wee well. That's my only sort of, you know, like oh, need to like get ground yourself back to reality. Remember, it's not going to happen immediately. No, it's, it's... I'm excited though. I'm genuinely very excited. Yeah, I am as well. It's something we've all wanted for a long time, and it's finally happening now. It's like officially confirmed instead of being rumored. Uh, yeah, or like one of those instead of sitting there like, oh, it's going to happen eventually, but then in the back of your mind, you know, it's not going to happen. Exactly. So we move on from that into. By this point. We were so distracted by the fact it was Knights of the Republic that we didn't really take in what this next game was. It's Project Eve. Bayonetta meets, Bayonetta meets Devil May Cry. Yeah, it's like Bayonetta meets Devil May Cry meets the first Resident Evil film. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. It looks fine. But I think our problem... Uh, it would be decent enough. Yeah, I, th- I think our... But we, we, we weren't too focused on it. I think it was just... Th- that following Knights of the Old Republic was such a big mistake. Yeah, it would have been very difficult to even top that. But yeah. maybe I'll give the game a, a second look once uh, it's closer out of the time. Closer to the time where it's coming out, rather. Um, yeah. At the moment, I have don't have too much interest at the moment. But then after that... We want to watch. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to watch. But after that, we had Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Wonderlands rather. I, I, I calling it now is going to be better than Borderlands Three. Just from that one trailer alone, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that. Not that I dislike Borderlands Three, I just, I, I just think in terms of craziness, you know, Tiny Tina's going to have it. Yeah, even from the song and the trailer alone. Uh, yeah, exactly. Baby Mel. <laughs> it was. Baby Metal, I it was perfect. Yeah, it was very Just good. Just a all round good trailer. Um, so that that that's one for me. That you know, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to that. Um, but, March, I think that came out. That that's been announced for. I believe so. Yes. Uh, it's spring. Second of spring. March. Yeah, March. March. Yes. Yeah, oh, was it just spring? No, that was March. The next no. game is spring. But yeah, sort of showed off like a tabletop type thing as well with the D and D tabletop. Uh, where they had to die as yeah. well. It seems like you go between levels, you maybe use... It's like the game, the whole game is like a tabletop game, and you, but you're playing in the tabletop game itself. It's, yeah, it's definitely been inspired by D&D. Yeah, because it didn't, wasn't the DLC for the Tiny Tia DLC, like a Dungeon Dungeons & Dragons thing? 
It was yeah, yeah, it was. Um, that's why it's not surprising to me that it, they've gone with the the fantasy theme once more. Yeah, or Tiny Tina. They'll just make an entire game out of it, mm-hmm. which I, which for me is just perfect. For it's like a Borderlands game, you expect it what crazy, bit daft, funny, and that game's just going to have all of that, but fantasy style. Yes, please. I'll take that. Yeah, definitely. So that's definitely one for me that I'm going to be like, oh, I'll get that. Um, the only thing is Baby Metal obviously featuring in it. They're reaching Randy Pitchford's level. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. We're a big fan of Randy Pitchfork here on the Game of Notes podcast. Uh, you said Pitchfork. You were meant to say Pitchfork. That's my, that's my nickname for him. Because someone, uh, Jeff Grubb, he does Grub Snacks on Giant Bomb. And he posted a yep. tweet. Uh, I'll read out his tweet. Uh, where is it? I'll have to turn my phone on. I'll try and keep my phone away from the microphone because it does interfere with it for some reason. Oh, he said, remembered that I says, I just remembered that Kate Blanchett has had to meet Randy Pitchford and got nauseous. Uh, <laughs> she was in that Borderlands movie. So oh, I sent yeah, him a picture. Because yeah. every time Randy Pitchford uh, posts a picture on Twitter of himself, like a selfie. I always save it to my phone, so I have this whole folder dedicated to Randy Pitchford. To the Randy Pitchford. <laughs> I have a USB drive filled with Randy Pitchford. Uh, Randy Pitchford. Did you get the, his recent one where he, he was holding a pizza? Yes, I have that saved as well. Did you get that one? Yeah, yeah. I, ha- yeah, I have a lot, lot of them. That's wallpaper material. The one I have is a uh, where he looks extremely disheveled, and his hair here is all spiked up, and he's got this oh, really yeah, weird yeah. grin. And I believe as from the set of the film. Uh, so I sent out a picture to him, and then Jeff Crow just went, "Come on." Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone else said, "What did that person say?" Someone made it basically. It's not loading at the moment, but someone made a cocaine joke because the guy did look like he was just came off a session of just the most intense off coke his, session ever. Uh, off his nut. Yes, yes, Randy Pitchford off his nut. Um, disclosure. I was going to say disclosure, just in case we ever have a relationship with Gearbox. Be like Randy Pitchford. Big fans, yes. And not not necessarily the biggest fan of Borderlands Three, though. Which compared to, as you said earlier, I think I think compared compa- compared to two, yeah, one and two, yeah, exactly. they, they, they were fabulous. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult to top. Two, but I imagine this tiny team in one will probably top three for me. I came away feeling a bit yeah uh, deflated from three. I've, I've come away thinking I've come, I came away from watching the tiny team trailer though, thinking, hmm, I should genuinely think that's going to be up there in terms of like Borderlands games because you've got the like the pre sequel was good. Yes, um, just because I, just because it had a bit of a different edge to it, like obviously it was in space, um, and that was quite fun. Um, so that's why I'm kind of optimistic that this is going to be a good one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's like it's not like a you know a main Borderlands game, but it's still going to have the craziness of it. The the abilities look really good as well. Throughout the trailer, like showed like a yeah. Because I think maybe they're being a bit more wild with the abilities. Because obviously in the prior games, maybe this one's a little bit less class based. Because they always mm-hmm. stuck to their guns of like you know there's like four or five classes you can choose from. And they all have their own unique abilities and skill trees. Well, maybe in this one is a bit more fluid in terms of like maybe you build your own character in the game or something. Like that. I'm not sure. 
Yeah. But these wise it looked a bit looked way more fun in my opinion. Than the traditional I agree. this guy has a turret, this guy is a sniper, this guy is a siren, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh mm-hmm. it looked a bit more fun. So after that Co op? Co op? Pretty sure it has co op. Yeah, like the co Yeah, I'm curious to see what it'll be like in co op. I imagine it'll be decent. Yeah, Borderlands games generally are all, all very good. Even the, That's why I'm kind of wondering how the class-based stuff works with a co- like in a co-op environment. That's a good point, actually, yeah, especially if it is... I don't know how it works, maybe they'll, they'll probably come out of one info close to the time. Because I think that's why I was a little bit down on 3, is because I bought that before you did, and like Paul did as well. So I played a good chunk mm-hmm. of that by myself. Uh, and that game is infinitely better with someone else with you. Um, yeah. I think we finished it last year? Or was it the year before? We did. Uh, the whole year together. No, I have no idea. Who knows? We, we finished, we finished it, anyway. it. At the last, the last <laughs> We enjoyed it towards the end. Anywho. So after that, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which was March next year, do you say? Um, I believe it's March next year. We had Forspoken. A Squeenix game. Squeenix. Squeenix. Uh... That looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm I'm curious about it. I think the story will be well. Visually, it looks very good. Um, Not 100 percent sure. I think it could be. What is based on or what it's about? Other than you plays this woman who has these weird bracelets that yeah, it almost acts like the gun in control that has different because it control that like the gun can transform into like different abilities and different type uh, gun types. So clearly her bracelet thing, she has no right arm. At one point, her arm is basically shooting like a Gatling gun. Uh, and it was like blowing yeah. guys up, like throwing them as well, and like dragging them in and stuff like that. Um, at first, I think that was a game at first we thought was something Harry Potter-esque. Yeah, it was just from the big castle. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was weird. But that's, that is out in spring 2022. It's, it's hard to describe that game, because... Because they didn't really, they only Without, showed gameplay. It's hard to, to just to like talk about the what is the the basic premise of the game. Yeah, it's, it's one you have to watch. I think trailer wise. Yeah, to kind of to see if you fancy it or not. I think generally it'll be. I think it'll be very good. Square Enix tend to really put out decent games, so I, I imagine it'll be fine. I agree. Yep, I, I think it'll be good. Games that aren't fine though. Rainbow Six Extraction. <sighs> Heavy sigh. Yeah, big sigh. Um, I th- I'm sure there's some people out there who are genuinely looking forward to it. Um, we are not those people. I know. You know, it's not. It's not for us. Um, I, I, I was genuinely hoping it was going to be one of those games that we can't not necessarily like, um, like Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood, that kind of thing, but something maybe in the same vein. Um. That's what I wanted from it, just something a wee bit Rainbow Six Siege without the seriousness of of Rainbow Six Siege. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it seems to be a very not not what super serial class based zombie shooter thing. Yeah, I think what like we said super serial, and if Man Bear Pig's not in, I'm going to be seriously. <laughs> I can't say the word serious anymore without saying serial. I <laughs> know, oh, without thinking of Al Gore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Al Gore. Super serial. I'd expect Al Gore to come up with this. 
<laughs> it's just what you said, Super Serious. Like, Al Gore? <laughs> Al Gore. Come now, boys. Man, bear pig. Because <laughs> we came. <laughs> I need to watch that episode again. Been a long uh, time. No, no, you said it has to happen. But I need to play the first stick of the first South Park game, Stick of Truth. Because I've got that. Yeah. Uh, on my Xbox. Because I played it, it was originally put out in 360, but I got the the second game that came with a code for the first game, didn't it? I think. Uh, I believe so. Fractured Butthole. But yeah, Rainbow Six Extraction. If you're a Rainbow Six fan, I imagine you'll check it out, but then you'll immediately go back to the Siege because. To that's... Back to Rainbow Six Siege. That game has uh, transformed dramatically since it first came out six years ago. Uh, yeah. So I imagine I, I don't see this one taking off as much as uh, Siege does or has rather. No, I reckon it will probably uh, not necessarily die quite quickly, but its player base will drop fairly quickly. You'll get your Rainbow Six people; they'll buy it, they'll play it for maybe a week, and then trade it in to get Rainbow Six Siege. Ubisoft are really, really good, really, really good at turning things around, though. Well, they have a uh, really no. good habit of um, oh, look, look at Siege when that came out. Like that game was a lot of people did not like it. Uh, no, it's completely turned around now. Oh, There's like, I, esports. I remember playing it six. Um, I remember playing it six years ago, and it was dreadful. I have just that's not the word I don't want to call it. But yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, could not get into it. Um. But maybe I should be worth going back to now. It's just the problem with it is that you'll have so many hardcore people playing it. Yeah, that you go back going with so many operatives now you know, as well. Yeah, um, the game's probably changed a bit too much now. It's a bit um, like Destiny Two for us. Like we were so far away from that now. Like going back in it. Oh yeah. The onboarding yeah. Of, of returning players is just so difficult because there's just difficult. so much content. Uh, you just don't know where to begin. If it came up with a, a pop up or something, like Destiny Two saying, "Hey, you." You haven't played in a while. Here's what happened. Here's where you are, and here's here's what we recommend you doing your first time in for the first time in a few years. But there's nothing like yeah. that. It's really difficult to get back into. So, yeah, that that was Rainbow. Somehow went to Destiny Two there. I don't know why. Rainbow Six Extraction, <laughs> January 2022. That got that was supposed to be out this year, but it's been delayed. That I'm sure that was meant to be the 17th of September. Yeah. Um. I remember I'm looking sure at it, the it releases last in the last show. I think I mentioned it as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's just been delayed. But we go from a low, or a personal low, to a very high Alan Wake remastered. Alan Wake, re- yeah, I'm Cannot looking forward to replaying wait. that. Cannot wait. I haven't played that since it came out <clears> in 2010. So 11 years. Yes. It's over 11 years since I last played that game. Uh... Yeah, it's one that I'm looking forward to going back to as well. I love that game. The story's just amazing. The writing, everything about it, yeah, is just fabulous. It's, it's right up my street. It's Twin Peaks, the game, pretty much. It's Twin Peaks mixed yeah, with Stephen King, much. uh, and Twilight Zone, which even has its own version of Twilight Zone in the show on the TV, a little TV show at Night Springs. It's called. Uh, mm. yeah, and it's got, it's got all the licensed music back as well. So you hear David Bowie, um, at the end of the second chapter, I think it is. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, more people so. get to play it because it only came out on the 360 and PC. Mm-hmm. So now I hope this gives second wind to the Alan Wake franchise. Like more people buy this because it's out on Epic Game Store. It's out on PS5, 4, Series X, S, and One. So I'm hoping it will sell really well and we'll get an Alan Wake two out of it. 
That would be nice. That would be the dream. That would be that's exactly what I want. And that comes out October fifth. So not long. Exciting. I think that might be a day one for me. All right, I think that'll be a day one for me as well. Yeah. I think all this all that's been done really is it's in four K sixty nine with upraised textures. It's not nothing too dramatic. Oh, because I was I was kind of surprised by how quickly it came out, or like because I was expecting it to be like, oh, it's happening next year. Oh yeah, the turnaround. But of... they've just they've just yeah they've just announced it, but yeah, it's coming out in like a couple of weeks time. You're like, all right, great, mm-hmm. thanks. Choose remedy. Um, but that's why I'm hoping that this is now the ball rolling in the Alec, Alan Wake franchise. Um, we'll then get a second one. Yeah, I agree. Or something something of the same vein. Sur- I, I'd like that. I'm surprised American Doesn't Nightmare mean- wasn't included in this. Yeah. Like a collection. Oh, I, know, I, I thought it would have been a... Yeah, just a complete package of including the DLC. I don't really know. I'm sure I played American Nightmare. I just don't remember it. Yeah, it's, it's not as good as the main game. Uh, no. It's good. There's some decent songs in it, but it's not as good as the the main game. Speaking of games that don't have a quick turnaround and have been delayed, Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, that was originally slated to be at the end of this year. And I'm 100%. I'm going to check mm-hmm. that right now. Uh, it's probably been updated on Wikipedia. A- but I am 100% certain, certain that was supposed to be out in November. I'm sure as well, because I'm sure I mentioned to a couple of people in the shop, oh, yeah, it's GTA V coming out at the end of the year, just in time for Christmas. Yep. Um, here it is here. G- Grand Theft Auto V Expanded and Enhanced Edition will release on PlayStation 5 on 11th November 2021. There you go. A standalone version of GTA Online will be free uh, for free exclusively to PS5 players during the first few months, ending in February 2022. But this has just straight up been delayed until... March 2022, the whole thing. That's not including the GTA Online thing. Uh, so do you not get your free stuff? <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. I wonder what happens to that. I'd imagine you probably will. What happens to that window? Of it? We'll just go from March to like May or something. Yeah. What? Place to hope. Did you hear that, hear that rumour um, a few weeks ago or a month ago or so that the original trilogy, GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas, were supposed to be remastered? Yeah. I did hear that. The rumour was supposed to be at the end of this year. But then something, another remaster has been delayed until next year. So I think everyone assumed the remaster has been delayed until next year was the G- the original trilogy. So maybe that is still coming mm-hmm. out. But we just don't maybe. know it yet. I'd like that to be a thing. But I imagine if GTA 5 has been delayed, that has been delayed as well. Because they probably want to get GTA 5 out first. Yeah. Since they're still milking that cash cow eight years later. We still don't have a GTA 6. Oh well. Anywho, moving on. GTA. Sadly, we're not moving on to GTA 6, but we are moving on to Ghostwire Tokyo. Microsoft's Ghostwire Tokyo exclusively on PlayStation. <laughs> With- That'll be good. I, I I think it looks interesting. Yeah, it's like almost like sci-fi so- Japanese horror, isn't it? It's like... Yeah, see that to be honest, see if it wasn't for the horror aspect, I'd probably be looking at it like eh, maybe. Um but because it's got the horror aspect and it's very Japanese horror. Oh yeah. Um like it will be good. It'll be good. Surprise uh, I keep forgetting that game's in first person as well. Yeah, I'm the same. It's every time I see it I always think it's gonna be in third. Um 
and then it, they go straight to the first person camera and you're like, all right, which then makes you, you know, leads you to believe that that game is going to have a few uncomfortable moments, shall we say, bring an extra pair of pants play uh, while you're playing mm. it kind of moments. Yes. Um, Japanese horror. It's always going to have it. Something, something in there is going to be completely messed up and you're going to sit and you'll play it and you're going to be like, oh, I can't watch that, can't watch that. But you're going to keep watching it and you're going to keep playing it anyway. Exactly. It's gonna have that. It's gotta have that moment at least once. Which Japanese horror does? Oh yeah, so I, could, I remember on the PS2 there was this game called Siren. Uh, that I, that I played the demo of it in the PlayStation Two magazine demo, and I just could not get through that whole demo. Oh, it was demo discs. Well, you know, demo discs. The days, well, I should still get mine because they're worth quite a bit now. Go on eBay and get a was five pound each per disc. But unfortunately, I threw all mine out. Along with the I, know, I don't even know where mine are. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole uh, collectors thing now where people are trying to build the entire collection of the PS2 official PS2 magazine. So there's like Reddit threads yeah, where they share their spreadsheets of all the magazines that they have and all the discs that they have and the ones that are missing. So they're always like trawling through eBay and stuff like that to find specific magazines and specific discs. See, at the time, I never really thought about, well, I suppose we, we might have been a wee bit too young at the time to think about, you know, collector's items. Um, but at the time, I was like, you, you know, at the time, you know, you didn't think, hey, I should probably hold on to these. These will be worth money someday. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of like, you play them, you scratch them, and then they end up just getting chucked when they stop working. Just because you're a, you're a wee bit younger, um, things end up getting scratched. Um, and then you, you end up in the bin. Sad times. Uh, but yeah, at the time though, you never really thought, hey, I should probably hold on to these because they'll be worth money. Um, then obviously now you're sitting there thinking, why? Yeah, exactly. But at the time, I just said, you were probably too young to even think of, hey, we should, I probably should save this for the future when I could potentially sell it on this brand new website called eBay. And there'll be a huge collection of web- on this website called Reddit that doesn't exist yet. It just wasn't in her mindset back then, I think. For people now, I imagine no. a lot of people maybe double dipping games and always have a sealed coffee around. Because mm-hmm. right now, like, the three, uh, I follow a few, collect like Metal Jesus Rocks on YouTube and MVG, Modern Vintage Gamer. So apparently the 3DS games are starting to balloon up now. So th- Yes, they are. Um, like, seeing like a, a retail sense that quite often you get asked are there 3DS games? Oh. Are there 3DS games around the back? Um, yeah, um, DS and 3DS definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen that already. Starting to blow out because I've still got my, I've got the Super Nintendo Entertainment System 3DS which at the time when I bought it I didn't really think much of it. I think I thought, oh, well, I really want a 3DS. There's some 3DS games I really want to play so I, the only one available was the Super Nintendo one. And then it's been sitting in a drawer for like four years. And then someone will bite your hand off. And for then that. you go on eBay and it's like unboxed is worth like two hundred pound minimum. And like CEX buy it from you unboxed for like hundred and fifty pounds. Which is wild. And that's without the box. So it's clearly worth a lot. So I might I might sell it because I'm not really using it to be honest with you. So someone else You're not out using there. It, yeah. If someone else out there will enjoy it more than I am. 
Um, so yes, that was Ghostwire Tokyo. No date. We still don't have a date for that. And that was being delayed a no handful of times. Or maybe there was a date, but we just didn't notice. Uh, then we're back I don't to remember s- seeing one. Yeah, I don't either. So we're back to Square Enix again, I think. Square Enix? The Avengers game, which I can't remember the name of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. No, it wasn't Avengers. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. It was. Yeah. Uh, which we've seen a lot of. We saw a lot of that at E3 as well. I think, given how often and how much they've showed of that, I think people have probably made up their mind or not whether they're going to buy it. I'll probably get it. Um, I would, it's one of these ones, though. No, ro- um, no playable rocket, no picking up. Mm, <laughs> yeah. It's probably one... I'm a bit dubious because of the Avengers and the, the, the initial reception for that. So I'm glad this, this is going to be mm-hmm. a wait and see. Because this one appeals to me more than the Avengers does. The Avengers game. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's out October. Um. Uh, yeah, that's October. Um, can't remember the actual date. But yeah, it's out in October. So definitely one that I um, wanted to pick up. Yeah. And after that, we had Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. Because I initially thought this was going to be... I think I think the Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines is the new the other one. I'm going to check it right now. Vampire is, is Bloodlines the... Masquerade. Bloodlines 2, it's called. Bloodlines so Blood 2, Hunt... is that the Battle Royale? No, Bloodlines 2 is the RPG. RPG, right, RPG, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is currently in development hell. Yeah, it's been delayed indefinitely. Because I think they changed studio. Like this, they closed, I think something. I remember something happening where they, they just ripped out the entire studio and now someone else is working on it. So they're probably just starting it all over again. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is Blood Hunt, which looks to be a very average multiplayer game. I think. Yeah, is it I think average is being quite... Uh yeah, I believe it is a multiplayer game. Yeah, looked like um, it. Yeah, which it's a bit of a shame because it's like a lot of people love that series. It's just like you know, they don't want to see it treated in such a way. Um, I've just got no interest. I mean, it might be all right. It's just when you sit and watch it, it doesn't really scream. Oh, I need to need to play that. That looks great. It just kind of screams average. Yeah, it wasn't the best showing, in my opinion. Um, I am prepared to be, um, like, you know, mistaken on that. Or, like, you know, proved wrong on that. Yeah, definitely. I'll happily be proved wrong if it's a decent game. Yeah. It's just not on my personal radar at the moment. I would like to see the the RPG one, though, Masquerades Bloodlines 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But who knows when that's coming up. I've never played the original. Yeah, the original is uh, a lot of people are very fond of it. So it could be a very long time before you actually see that like come to be a thing. Yeah, probably. Like four or five years' time. Yeah. Anywho, it could be worth the wait though. No date on that either, I don't think. I think it was just a, a logo. Yeah, I believe so. After that, you had another Microsoft exclusive for the PlayStation 5. Deathloop. <laughs> Deathloop. So that's out next week. 14th of September, yep. 14th of September. Um, don't know what that game is. Don't know yeah. what it's about. Other than it's... it's uh, out. I watched, as I said, when we were talking while we watched it, I've watched that Giant Bomb video twice now. And even uh, Jeff Bakler from Giant Bomb, even he said, like, 
is takes a long time to wrap your head around this game, and even the game itself does a poor job. Or the game tries its best to explain it to you, but even then, it still successfully can't explain it to you. And it's the Come same way thinking. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, but he seems to really enjoy it, and he tried his best to describe it. I, I still do not understand it. I think I need to play it for myself to like get a full grasp on what this game actually is, because obviously it, yeah. it involves a time loop. It involves. To me, it reminded me a bit of like Hitman. Because, you know, in Hitman, there's no time loop in Hitman, but the, in Hitman, you replay the same levels over and over again to, like, really perfect your runs or do different things. Yeah. That seems to be similar, where you're going through the same levels over and over again. But sometimes you can you can go away from them and then come back later and progress further than you could before. So that's involves killing. It's a death loop. But I, I still do not understand. That is in the name do not have a grasp on the minute-to-minute gameplay in that game other than you stealth around sometimes and highlight people and kill them. I don't know why you're doing that. I don't know how the loop happens or when it happens or the purpose of the loop. If it happens. Yeah, it's... <laughs> do not know what that game is uh, yet. I'm, I, I, Time will tell. Not sh- entirely sure. I, I might not pick up day one because I've got a lot to play as it is, which we'll probably cover next time. Uh, so that may be one is for later in the month. For me, I think. See, to me, that might be like, uh, oh, it's on sale for £20? Alright, go on then. God knows how long that'll take, given the price of but, PlayStation yeah. games. See, it's Bethesda, though. Like, Bethesda games can come oh, out that's, quite quickly. That's, that's a good point. It's not... It's a marketing deal. So it's not necessarily yeah. going to be seventy pounds. Starts, I think, is it? Yeah. Uh, what is the price on it? I don't actually know. To be right honest now. with you, Deathloop PS Five. Um, I, I, for some reason, I had my head sixty, but oh, it's uh, I don't actually know. That's sixty, but it's also a lot of places have it for forty-seven ninety-five. No, that's all right. You know, not, in my head, I just in my head, I defaulted to seventy because it's a PlayStation exclusive, but it's not a so, first-party yeah. game, so. The game collection has it for Don't blame you. forty-seven pounds. Yeah, it might be worth picking up for forty-seven. Beast dot com forty-six eighty-five. Okay, that's a bit easier to do uh, to deal with. Might not be too bad. Anywho, yeah, Death Loop, Microsoft's Death Loop, exclusively on PS Five. Yeah. The next game, pick that up next week if you fancy it. That if I get a bunch of games finished this week, which I do, I may do it, but I won't. <laughs> we have. Radiohead that popped up. Radiohead the game. Radiohead teams up with Epic Games for Kid Amnesia Amnesia exhibition. Radiohead has teamed up with Epic it's Games. When I saw when I saw Epic, I just immediately thought, "Oh God, is Radiohead doing a collaboration with Fortnite? I'm going to do one of those <laughs> yeah, live concerts that. or something." <laughs> that, that was when I first saw That's that. When I saw like Radiohead and Radiohead and Epic, I was like. They're going to do a. There's going to be a Radiohead concert in Fortnite. See if they did do that though. I probably would download it I, just to watch the concert. Yeah, I would have as well because I watched some of the concerts they have done and then they're quite impressive. Yeah, so if they had a Radiohead like one. They do that. Yeah, so if they had a Radiohead one. That would be. Uh, I probably oh, it'd be absolutely epic. Yeah. So here is here, Kid Amnesia is a commemorative re-release of Radiohead's iconic albums Kid A and Amnesiac. Along with a third new album, Kid Amnesia, 
Cat A M A A M N E S I A E of unreleased material from the two original albums recording sessions. So it could be very good. The game Just mainly on a musical front. The game will be an upside down digital slash analog universe created from original artwork and recordings to accompany the re release. Uh mm. it's likely that the Kid Amnesia exhibition will offer some sort of experimental new lens into Radiohead's music. We'll find out for sure in November. That comes out in November. On PS5 and PC. Could be interesting. Yeah, I, I, be I might check that yeah, out, to be honest. I'd, I'd probably check that. Kind of imagine it's going to be like a £50 thing. It's probably going to be like a, a, uh, a, either a free thing or a very... 35 max. Yeah, or a very, very cheap thing. But no, I'd check that. I'd probably even just for a music thing, just to get the music. I'd probably get it for that. Yeah, I probably will as well. Did you know that Radiohead? I discovered this recently. Recorded a song for Spectre. What did they? James Bond, because they because they every time a new James Bond song comes out, uh, they always ask artists to submit their work. So, like, today I discovered Duran Duran had a cover, uh, a theme song for Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, oh. And I gave it a listen and I can see why they weren't chosen. It's not very good. Oh, uh, not that good. <laughs> no, it's not uh, as good as that's the... That's uh, But my personal favourite for Tomorrow Never Dies was the... It's this Finnish band. I think it's Finnish. Or Norwegian. I believe it's Finnish. It's a band called Swan. Or Swan Lee, I think they're called. And they play it at the end of mm-hmm. Hitman Blood Money and it's a fantastic song. But yeah, like Radiohead have a song called Spectre, and it's I really like it. It's very depressing, but it's very good, That's in my it. opinion. I, I recommend checking it out. It's, it's really decent. Yeah, I will. Yeah, just type in Spectre Radiohead on YouTube. Uh, so moving on to this other game. I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, it's T-C-H-I-A. Chia. I'm assuming the T is silent. I would assume so. So is that the Last of Us guitar game? Yeah, so the joke at the start uh, is that you're playing the cards on your little guitar. Uh, so this is a, an open world tropical adventure. Climb, glide, swim, and sail your boat around a beautiful archipelag... Ar- Arpegilag? A-R-C-H... Archipelago. Archipelago, that's it. And this physics-driven sandbox... Use Chia's soul jumping ability to take control of any animal or object and jam on your freely playable u- uh, ukulele. A game inspired by New Caledonia. Hmm. Coming 2022. I imagine to some people it's of interest. Um, don't, know, don't know. Could be cute. It looked very Maybe pretty. one of those ones would be like a wee... It looked very pretty, yeah. Um... Trailer looked a wee bit annoying at points as well. Um, don't know why. Just sometimes looking at you, like that's a that's annoying. There's <laughs> absolutely nothing. Billy that's that's nice annoying things. about it. I do hate nice things. How dare things be pretty? But not Fallout. I'm not interested. Or as miserable looking as Fallout, then I'm not interested. It's not brown or grey. I do not care. If it's, I mean, there's not enough beige these days. I mean, you're, we need more beige. You're not wrong, because throughout the whole 360 generation, there was a lot of beige. There's tons of beige. Years of War, Fallout. That was beige. Beige. 
You're right. There is not like, beiges. There is no beiges done. When will beige? We've come so far away from the color beige, and everything's just like, oh, look at how colorful and look how pretty and look how you know detailed these things are. Give me beige. Give me just a wasteland of rock, and I'll I'll happily play it. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic world and beige. Thanks. Take my money. Is there a collector's edition? Yes, I'll buy it. And the box is beige. And the bo- if the box has even got a hint of colour on it, I'm, I'm not buying it. it. Needs to be beige. I'll also accept grey. Yes, grey's fine. I like grey. Grey's fine. Yep, grey's fine. Um, preferably beige. That's my rant over. Well, you will not like need more beige. Chia or chaya, however you pronounce it. No, it's too too colourful. Yeah. So after that. The fanboys were up in arms. Uncharted. At the announcement of Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy coming to PS5 and PC, the Legacy Collection. They haven't actually looked at Twitter yet. Um, Neither have I. I'm, I'm just assuming the uh, people are angry. I re- yeah, they will be. If they're not, then I'm going to be bitterly disappointed in the PlayStation community. Like they have to be annoyed. But what what game was it be... that was announced last time that people were up in arms about? Days Gone. Days Gone. That was it. Yeah, Days Gone. So a one? lot of people yeah. were unhappy with Days Gone. Yeah, coming to PlayStation. It's like I just don't get the. Oh, it has to be pure to the Sony. Like I just don't get it. It's like that's a good thing. Like you know that that's going to multiple platforms. Um, more people get to play it, which means there's more interest in a sequel. Company does we you know gets a wee bit extra money to put towards said sequel. Though mm-hmm. so Days Gone to said get cancelled, but that's oh yeah, not the point. Um, it's still just like you know, if a game comes out on another platform, it's not something to be, you know, oh I'm so disappointed in Sony. I'm trading in my PS5, um, like boycott Sony. It's like just more people are playing the game. It's a good thing. Let people play it. You let more people enjoy it. And then, you know, hopefully something good will come of that. And hopefully another, one day we might still see it. It's, going to... it's another revenue stream as well, because that, that an article or an interview, I think it was with Bloomberg, I think, where they interviewed Sean Layden. And he said, like, when he was in charge during the PS4 era, like, budgets for, like, their big games reached about 100 million per game. Damn. He's saying like this: what Sony are currently doing is just not sustainable. Like he believes it's going to get to the point where each, you know, your Last of Us or your your Horizons, uh, will reach two hundred million per game. And Sony are in a weird position where, which we discussed, I suppose we could just discuss it now. But they they never really had a because one of the rumors was sort of more of a a, a multiplayer focused game to be announced. Because they purchased a few mm-hmm. studios yeah. making multiplayer games, and Sony yet do not have, they do not have a Sea of Thieves, they don't have a Fortnite, you know, they don't have their own persistent multiplayer online game with like a revenue stream of microtransactions. You know, they don't have anything like that, so they're taking these big mm-hmm. risks. Where I, and that's what he was saying, like two hundred million per game is a lot of money when. The only time you'll get that money back is that initial burst of sales at the beginning, and then it tapers off. You don't have this constant revenue stream coming in, and they don't have that. 
So yeah, that's why you're seeing all these games come to PC is because it's just an untapped market for Damn them. The money and it's just yeah. easy money. That's why they bought that studio that does PC ports. Um, because I reckon you'll get God of War on PC eventually. Yeah. Um, the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection will, you know, if, they, mm-hmm. if they're doing four in Lost Legacy, guaranteed. Uh, it's just a matter of time before the, un- uh, the Nathan Drake collection. Easy money. Yeah, easy money. Uh, yeah, if not to. Yeah, definitely. PlayStation's games are no longer exclusive to PlayStation. That much is no. clear. I think, I think fanboys need to accept the fact that that is the way it's going. Uh, well, it's the fact the way it's gone. I, th- um, I think it's fine. Like, but- let the PC players have. Because PC get. PC doesn't really have these kind of games. Um, no. These story-focused, big, triple-A, $100 million games. It's where you get a lot of your Valorants and your uh, the League of Legends stuff like that, a lot of stuff like that. That are more multiplayer-based. Obviously, you get your single-player games there, there as well, but you don't have these big, exclusive, massive-budget games on there. So having them on PC now no. is it's good for more people. It's good for preservation as well because pc games are usually easier preserved than console games yeah ps5 and series x is still an amazing way to play games in my opinion uh it's my preferred way to play them having them on pc is just a nice bonus yep i agree because it's the kind of thing though that you might eventually see on steam or tenor and you'll be like you know what i will play through that again Mm -hmm. um because you know i've got a gaming laptop and it's pretty decent for just you know not in the mood for, like, sitting in front of a console. I just want, kind of want to lie back. You could just sit. You know, I'm going to sit and play my bit of Days Gone on the laptop. Nothing wrong with that. Very curious to see how it will go, uh, run on the Steam Deck. Yeah, I'm curious as well. How that'll do with uh, these games. Anyhow. Yeah. That's enough talk of that. So we went on from that to a burly man. With a, with a checkered shirt sitting in this bar that was oh, absolutely truck destroyed. Truck sim looks so different now. <laughs> yes, truck sim like, 2022. It looks looks quite interesting, doesn't it? Very bloody. And it cuts up close Very to this bloody. man. These manly pair Very of hands that are yep. covered in blood. And then... Maybe they div- diversify into like lumber. Yeah, it could be a lumberjack kind game, of thing. lumberjack simulator. Could be a lumberjack game, yeah. But no, you're not cutting logs, you're cutting limbs with your claws as the Wolverine. That, that, that's a really, really good. Um, that, 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 that was a good one. Transition? Or, Ru- all right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant oh, transition was really good. Oh, no, yeah, oh, 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 yeah no, that was decent as well. Um, but uh, I was meant like a, as an announcement. Like, yeah, was, just I did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. That was another no. surprise announcement. Uh, Insomniac? Is it, is it Insomniac? Uh, I can't remember who uh, the studio was. Insom- Insomniac. Very busy. And you'll find out why yeah, later. Yeah, they're going to be... So there's not much to say about Got that. A lot on. There's a CG trailer, wasn't it? It's just there's no, no gameplay or anything. It was it's just, just yeah, just showing off his claws. Yeah, and then, boom. Then it just cut to Wolverine. Wolverine. No date, nothing. Just because it was just like, Wolverine. Okay, because it just came up Marvel, and I was like, I wonder if this is a um, like something related to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Just because it was like it's Omni at Marvel, and you're like, all right, it's gonna be Spider Man. Okay. And then the trailer just does not, you know. 
does not scream Spider-Man ever. No. And you're kind of like, right, I've got no idea what it is. Um, and then boom, Wolverine. No, it was a, it was a, it was a good, it was really good. Hell of an announcement. Yeah. That was probably one of the bigger ones, I would say. Uh, it's definitely up there. Yeah. So after that, we had Grand Turismo 7. Yeah, up, uh, like, it's Grand Tresmo, there's not really there's much, not much to say about it. It does look very nice. Uh, it looks, yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up getting it. Um, I'll probably get it in like three years' time. See, that's the thing, is that you get it for 15 quid in three years' time, yeah. and you'll be like, oh, you know what, I'll pick that. I think it was almost, so how much did, we did with GT Sport. Yeah, how much is that, eight pounds or something, or 12 pounds we got? Eight, 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 eight pound eight digitally pounds, or yeah. something for it, yeah. Uh, so there's no date announced alongside that, but they had a little post-conference thing where they talked to yeah. her, they talked to her, Herman Hulst, Herman Hulst, is that his name? Yes. Herman Hulst. I wanted to, I wanted to pronounce his name correctly. I believe as Hulst, H-U-L-S-T. We are, after all, professional. Herman Hulst, there you go. Of Gorilla fame, who now heads PlayStation Studios. Uh, looking very handsome, uh, as always. Uh, he announced. Someone would call him a stud. Yeah. Uh, what would you call people from the Netherlands? They're not Dutch, are they? The Netherlands. Yeah. What are they called? Yeah, Dutch. As, a, as a Dutch. Dutch. As Dutch. Okay. They're not like as Dutch. Yeah. Netherlandians or something. So Dutch. No, no, no. It's Dutch. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, because I was like, yeah, French, German, English. Well, what's Netherlands? Is oh, right. Because technically, no, no, hundred percent. Germany is Deutschland. Anyway. Uh, Deutschland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's coming out in March next year. Which is interesting because this was previously announced as a PS5 exclusive when it was first announced last year uh, for the PS5. But then later this year we found out it's also coming to PS4. So I'm wondering if that game was supposed to be out earlier but it's been delayed till March so they could get the PS4 version out in time. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Uh, um. Because but the only thing that worries me about it though is that the fact that they're releasing a PS4 version, um, that takes away from what a PS5 version of GT Sport or G- well, not GT Sport, but just Gran Turismo could be or could do, um, unless they've just built the PS5 version and then they've just scaled down the PS4 one. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to see what that looks like. Yeah, I am as well. It's the same with. Was there a trailer? Did I miss this? Was there a trailer for? There wasn't a Horizon Zero, a Horizon Forbidden West trailer. Was there? Horizon then? Horizon then feature? No, that was the post show. It was just the post show, but yeah, the post show. That's another game that's uh, also coming to PS4. Very curious to see how that looks. Um, we'll find out next February when that comes out. Uh, February, yeah. Yep. So move on from. Uh, Grand Turismo 7. Into another surprise announcement. Especially after Wolverine. Spider-Man 2. Uh, see, I thought they would have done... Um, they would have kept all that similar. So they just had like a Marvel... Um, just a Marvel section. So they would have like Wolverine and then straight into... Actually, well, we're on the subject of Marvel. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, like throwing... Um, but yeah, that, throwing Grand Turismo between them is a bit weird. They could have done a really cool thing. Yeah. Like Wolverine and... Another wallop of Spider-Man. See, they could have done like. See what what they could have done is like um, Wolverine Guardians. Then, yeah, 
Um, then into Spider-Man. But we're not the one who's paid the big bucks to decide these things, so... Um, we're not. We'll just comment on it. Um, well, that's slated but, for... 2023 and the villain 23 looks to be Venom. Venom. Don't I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm like Venom will be good. Don't they have a Venom film coming out? Yeah, so that's coming out. Let there be carnage. Let yeah, let there be carnage. Oh, so that's yeah. out this year. So I wonder um, if they've got another Venom film slotted for 2023. It wouldn't surprise me and then the two will join in. Makes you wonder if it will be tied in with Spider-Man as well. Oh, Woody Harrelson's in the, the film. Interesting. Yeah, he he plays Car- uh, I'm sure he plays Carnage. Cletus Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he yeah, yeah. That's exactly who he plays. I like Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he'll be. I think he'll be really good in it. Yeah, he's very good. So we have Venom. It was again. It was in our CG trailer. You see Peter Parker and Miles Morales were teaming up together. Uh, whereas before in Miles Morales, it was just. Peter Parker didn't feature at all. He was vacationing in Europe, which also coincided with the second film, the second Tom Home film. Uh, which that the trailer for the new Spider Man, uh, was it called? Spider Man. Uh, no way home. No way home. That looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'm not really looking yeah. forward to it. anything Spider Man related. I genuinely got goosebumps when you saw Doc Ock at the end. Same. Hello, Peter. But yes. What's the guy's name again? Uh, Alfred Molina? Yeah. Yeah, I forget. Alfred Molina, there is. So it was really good to see him, because that's original Spider-Man 2 from the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Like, he's such an iconic do, do, do you think he's talking to... Do you think he's talking to Tobey Maguire? Yeah, that's uh, the rumour, isn't it? That like the rumour that... Uh, Aye. All the... You've got Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, uh, Tobey Maguire. That's a, that's a good point, actually. I'd never even considered that. Yeah. Maybe he is. That he's going to be talking to talking to Tobey Maguire. Oh god, Tobey. I hope so. Tobey Maguire's in that film. Oh, that's, that's no. I don't even think about it. Get too excited. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to. I it. I like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. No, I'm the same. I liked um, Andrew Garfield as well. It's a bit of a shame that he he wasn't on it for a bit longer. A bit of a short shrift because of the way Sony handled that those films. Yeah. And thankfully, Marvel have taken over, or Disney rather. Uh, Disney. They're doing a much better job. I believe Tom Holland is now dating Zendaya in real life. Yes. Okay. Sounds like it. Okay, man. I'm jealous. Huh. She's lovely. Right. That's Spider Man. And we move on to the final game God of War Ragnarok. Dad of Boy Ragnarok. Boy. Boy. Looks like God of War. That'll be. It's got, it's got a war, yeah. If you played the first game, it looks kind of similar to that. Um, which is no bad thing. It's, that game was brilliant. Um, really looking forward to that as well. There's actually, like, there's a lot of these things that were, like, conferences lately. You come away going, like, alright, cool, 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 cool. And then you quickly forget about them. This one, is like, that, that was a very good state of play. It was. Because I don't think there's anything there that... There's, there's something there for everyone. Um, plus, it's like there's a lot to be excited about. There's like new Spider-Man, um, God of War. Looks brilliant. I think that'll be really, really good. I think for me, there's always a 
a twinge of disappointment when I come away from a, a Sony show. Not because I didn't like what was shown, it's because they always have they potentially always have so much to offer. Yeah. That's rumoured. Like the whole thing about Blue Point potentially working on the Mercury Solid remake. Uh, there was rumours of the Last of Us factions being shown. I wasn't oh, yeah, I, the twinge yeah. of disappointment wasn't I didn't like what was shown. I was just disappointed that what I hoped would be there, there wasn't th- there. Which is a good thing to yeah, was, a good place to be in if you're so uh, a company like Sony. Yeah. Because I was hoping they would have had stuff about maybe Bloodborne 2. Yeah. Um or like something from FromSoft. Uh no Final Fantasy 16, that was that was ex- I wasn't expecting anything from that mm. though. Um I think what else? Um, like you said, the Metal Gear Solid rumor. Uh, people looking into Kojima as well that he was going to show up or feature at some point. Yeah, well, the rumor, uh, the rumor. For you him, know that way we kid- he's working with Microsoft, so yeah, exclusive now. Yeah. See the the amount of people though that were going on about him being like, "Oh, you can't work for Microsoft. He has to remain pure to Sony." Blah blah blah. And it's like he can work with whoever he wants. He's he's in a position where he's you know probably a desired man. He's a free man. Um, he's a free man. He can do whatever. He, yeah, he's not tied down to Konami. He can do what he wants with Kojima Productions. Microsoft come to him to be like, "Oh, we'll fund a, a game for you." Well, be like, "I go for it." That why you? Not? Why wouldn't you? Speaking of Kojima, you pre-ordered uh, Death Stranding. Death Stranding, you? yeah. Director's cut. Yeah, yeah. I did. Looking forward to it. That's out soon, isn't it? Isn't it like out within the next few weeks? Twenty. Uh, 20- 2nd of September, I think it is. Not long. It's out. It's not out this week nor next week, but the following week. So I think it uh, 18th, 19th. Yeah, I think it's the 22nd. 24th to the 22nd of September. That's out. Um, It's because it's like, well, at least online, it's valued at a very reasonable £44. Yeah. Um, which is fine because I was kind of worried that they were going to release it and it would be like, oh, another seventy pound game. Um, but no, it's actually a very reasonable, just just over forty, and I'm like, oh, it's, I'm I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, I think for um, what they showed off at the Gamescom, the Jeff Keighley show. Uh, mm-hmm. if you feel from what I watched, it looks like they've added a lot of stuff and that makes that game towards the later stuff just a bit more bearable. Though saying that I really enjoyed the base gameplay in Death Stranding. Uh I came away thinking it was good. I enjoyed my time with it. I would not replay it again, but I would happily watch someone else play it. Like yourself. So I hunt. Uh <laughs> yes, I would really like to see your reactions to a very specific line. That's all I'm waiting for. I I would watch you play twenty hours of that just to see you get to just this to one see point. A reaction to- uh huh? God, it was dumb. But I love it. But it seems that that game is more a bit easier now to get through and do deliveries and stuff. I like the idea of lobbing mail. Yeah. And have a robot with you and stuff. Yeah. It sounds much better, like, at least for me anyway. Yeah. Um, it sounds something that I'd be a wee bit more interested in. They've added I'm looking forward to it. racing and stuff like that is what I think that I wouldn't bother with the racing no. the track racing stuff with the bikes it's just it's cool to have it in there but not for me I'll probably mess around a wee bit with that um, 
But I'll probably mainly focus on the story. Yeah, the, the way I played through that was just power through the story and do some stay stuff that's on the way to where you're going in the story anyway. Or just do the robot yeah. and get the robot to do it for you. Oh, just, yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much the conference. We had no release date for God of War Ragnarok. Showed off a bit of gameplay. It looks very similar to graphically similar, but it's hard to tell on a 1080p stream. It does look very, very nice. But that is also another game that's coming to PS4 and PS5, so an interesting trend. Uh, given that Sony believes in generations. They do. I guess they don't. Huh. Uh, but yeah, a solid conference all right. How would you rate it, Bill? I give us probably a solid eight out of ten. Yeah, ten's good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it pretty much something for everyone, and you're coming away with like, "Hey, I'm really, really excited for this game," or like, "Really looking forward to seeing more of these uh, these things." Um. Yeah, overall, eight out of ten. It's been the best conference we've seen in a wee while. They always, I would say. They always deliver, Sony. Uh, yeah, they always like do. Like you said earlier, there, there's something for everyone. But me personally, I always just come away thinking, oh, it's that little twinge of disappointment. Not again, not in a bad yeah. way, just me knowing what they could have in store and, and, and not being there when I really wanted it to be there. Uh, but yeah, it was, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good yep, it's got me excited. Yeah, and you've, st- yep. you've still got some PS5 games to play. You've still got Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank to play as well. Yeah, I've still got. I'm kind of in the mood now for Miles Morales, but um, just in the back of that, and I've got Ratchet to go. Yeah. So I'm not like jumping straight in them at the moment. Um, the reason being just to kind of like spread them out more than anything else. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing them 100%. I agree. So, Bell. We covered the PlayStation State of Play. We're now going to take a break. We have. And when we return from that break, you will be discussing the one game that you played since last week. Yes, I will. Tormented Souls. Fallout 76. <laughs> oh. Okay. Tormented Souls. Uh, Tormented Souls. Yes, so we'll be back after that. But here is a brief ad from our new friends at Gaming Together. A cooperative podcast. Ooh. See you in a bit. And we're back, Bill. <laughs> That's like, did, did, did you have a good? Did you have a good pee break? Yes, it was that three seconds that we stopped talking to let the audio quiet yes. down, so I could fit in the ad. Uh, a very long break. I feel refreshed. Oh yes, ready to go for good. your discussion about tormented yes. souls. Tormented Souls by the lovely P-Cube. Oh, it's a P-Cube game? I didn't um, know that. Yeah, Tor- Tormented Souls by P-Cube. Um, and, and you can tell that as soon as you play it when the main character gets naked and you're like, <laughs> P-Cube had to get some titties in there somewhere. <laughs> I didn't know that. You didn't mention it's, that. <laughs> yeah. But, surprise. P-Cube has titties. Uh, <laughs> Tormented Souls, you know, that, basically what happens is that the game starts and like, you get hit over the head. And you end up in this bathtub with a tube down your throat. Um, and you just get out of the bathtub and you're just completely scuds. Um, and you're just like, right, right, right. Surprise, Sony allowed this with their censorship. Um, oh, but, um, yeah, no, no. Um, it wouldn't be a P-Cube game without some form of titties in it. Um, so, 
well done to them for getting that in there. Uh, so what is Tormented Souls? I don't, I don't, right, so it's a horror. Um, but not just any horror, old school. Very old school. Mm. Um, so so old school that you <laughs> you can tell where its inspirations lie. Uh, Silent Hill, old school Resident Evil. Um, it's got the, it's even got the like the focused camera um, or the set position for the camera. Uh, fixed perspective. Um, fixed tank perspective, controls. It. Does it have tank controls um, as well? Uh, is it like the you know like where you yes, walk it does. forward and it does. yeah, oh, interesting. Uh, That's very old school. It, it's wow. got that as well. It, it, they've basically taken hey, let's take a let's take Silent Hill, let's make our own version of it. It's inside of a hospital. Um, very creepy. Um, we'll add a really messed up story to it, and then we'll kind of weebify it a bit. So it's just basically got a weeb filter all over it, um, and then we'll put it out there. Uh, overall, it's decent. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's when you say old school, uh, that is that. Um, trying to work out where to go in that game sometimes can cause. A wee bit of an issue. Um, like me and my partner played it together, but we're sitting trying to work out, and we're like, "Hmm, hmm." So is it? Um, what, what was you saying? Was somewhere it was, was it closer to Resident Evil or Silent Hill? Because obviously Resident Evil is more. Silent Hill. Well, I suppose Resident Evil does have puzzles, but I feel like Silent Hill. Silent Hill's got more puzzles to it. So, like Silent Hill is one of those things that you have to find. This item, this item, combine them together to get through a door. Um, it's more a lot along the lines of that. So it's to, to me, it's more Silent Hill because Resident Evil's not got it has got puzzles, but it's not got the same amount of puzzles. If that makes sense, right. it's, it's kind of more focused on like shooting. Um, whereas Tormented Souls, it has got moments where you can fight in it. Um, just maybe not in the same. You spend more of your time wandering around going like, how do I do this? Um, which is which is fine. Um, it's just, they, they, my main sort of complaint with it, though, is that trying to work it out can be quite difficult and quite infuriating. It's if you're going to play it, maybe have a guide next to you. Um, just because you pick up an item. It's basically, they've taken, like, Silent Hill was always kind of like fairly straightforward to work out, even although... It was still kind of like you needed to work out this puzzle to get to the next area. You could kind of get through it without really too much effort or too much difficulty. Mm-hmm. That's quite tricky at points. You're like, I, I wouldn't even think twice about doing that. Or um, you're like, really? It's it's that way? Um, then that's how, like with two of us sitting there trying to work it out. We're sitting looking at this item going, what's this for? What's this for? What's this for? So you get a bottle of Fury Acid and you're sitting there for ages going like, I've got something to do with it. This is to be used on something, I don't know what. And it's something that's completely like, not what you were expecting it to be. Um, you're like, oh, you use it now? Alright. Um, so that's kind of like, it's old school but they've kind of made it a wee bit too tricky and I can kind of see why people might get put off it. And quite early on at the same time, um, just because there's some parts in it. Uh, I think there was like one bit early on where you need to pull a chain in the in one of the rooms. Um, and you just don't see, you just can't find the lever anywhere. Um, 
is it until you actually kind of like you you know you look it up and you're like wait what what do I do and it's like oh it's a lever in this room and you're like is it like I've ran by that room about a hundred times I've probably even like ran by that lever um so that's like my main sort of thing with it is that the game can be as puzzly but it's almost a bit too puzzly um. Sounds like does that kind really, of deter you? Sounds from... like they've really stuck to their roots there with the old school stuff. They stuck with, yeah, though they've really stuck with it that they haven't even tried to modernize it even a tiny wee bit. It's just, it's just old school. Because I, I, I looked I, at some screenshots because I it came out on Xbox recently, and even like the inventory yeah. screen and the puzzle screen, it does look really old school there oh, as yeah, well. Yeah. Like it's, it's... it's yeah, it's all very very old. So like even like they they didn't even like this is a in a recent update, but they mapped the. I mapped the map to R3 before you had to go into your inventory and like pull it out wow. and read it, but you didn't know where you were. You were just kind of looking at it like, right, what room is this? Um, but now they've updated it where it's on, on the controller and then they've um, they highlight the they don't highlight where you are, but they highlight the corridor that you're in. Or the room that you're in. Oh, right, okay. Which makes it a, makes it a wee bit easier. Um, but like all in all though, Oh, like the whole game itself, because I think the well, it's like seventeen, eighteen pounds to download digitally. Or if you want a physical copy, it probably costs you about thirty. Um, but it's it's worth playing for that. Um, do recommend a guide though, um, just to help you in certain areas. Um, but the actual story itself, the story itself is about basically the game starts. You get a photograph about two twins. Who are caught up in this hospital, or a set of twins are stuck in this hospital, and then you go there to try and work out what's going on. Um, and then obviously that that's you in there, you're in deep, and you're trying you're trying to suss out the mystery about everything that's going on. And there's quite a lot going on in it as well. Um, it's one of those games that's worth finding the journals. Mm. Um, the stories again, like an old school horror, is kind of told through the atmosphere and the. Um, is told through the atmosphere and like the like the, the wee journals that you find. There's like a, four different people, um, whose journals you pick up and you get their perspective and what they're up to during the events of the game, basically. Um, but you like go forward and back in time as well, which adds oh. an interesting twist to it too. Um, but overall, it's, the game's a solid seven out of ten. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's there's some moments in it as well that you would just go, oh, um, but it, it, would, it would genuinely like just it's very good at the jump scares. Oh, um, because like the game does start with you the only basically you can't stand in the you can't let the screen go dark. Like if you go dark, um, if the screen goes dark, that's it. Like you're you're dead, and they even give you a trophy for it, um. Well, if you play on PlayStation, you get a trophy, and Xbox, you'll get an achievement. Um, but you you have to have light on you in dark rooms, and then there's puzzles as well that... Oh, no, it's, it's just, like, one puzzle, and you get the light on in the whole place. Um, but there's moments where, like, you can't escape it, that it's, it's dark, because you're in, like, a an underground area, um, and there's, there's not going to be electricity or light down there. Uh, so you've only got this wee lighter, and it's very... Because you can't see anything, it's just very dark. Um, so the whole thing starts getting a bit creepy um, and like, things will jump out at you you'll be like oh um, I thought there was one moment that um, like we, we absolutely we both of us at the same time just jumped in the air <laughs> just because it was like something we weren't expecting um, 
Yeah, it's just, it's just jump that's, scares. That's, that's pretty, the thing. That's it's, pretty it's, good, though, because usually when you're playing with someone else, it lessens the horror level. So the fact that it's managed to scare you both. Yeah, um, we scare both of us. Um, and like, we both really enjoyed the experience as well, of just like, sitting trying to work out, uh, playing through it at the same time. as I, I, like, There were moments that we were walking through, like a underground sewer area, and we were both like, don't like this. I don't <laughs> like this. This is... I'm uncomfortable. Can we? Do, do, do you want to play something nice? Um, which, like, to be honest, like, hundred percent, like, you know, you know, well done to P Cube for pulling it off. Like, like a lot of like, you know, what, what amazes me though is that you'll play a lot of like what's considered horror from big AAA studios um, who, who can put a lot of money into it. And it's like the game's not scary. Um, you'll be like, all right, okay, that's that's a bit kind of underwhelming. Um, whereas that was just like you know, just overall made very very well to be a horror game, and that's what it is. Um, genuinely, you know, well done to them. If they did a fantastic job with it, that's good to hear. Um, so for eight, so for eighteen quid, um, hundred percent worth a buy. It's not often you get a, a cheap, old school horror game like that as I, well. That's decent no, for it's like, like it's nineteen pounds. It's pretty much just died out now. Like the like a sort of old school horror franchise is that it doesn't really exist anymore. Um, obviously, you know, they, they, there's a wee market there. Um, have given their take on it. I'm glad they did because I, you know, thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed the experience. Um, and I hope I, I hope the game's done well for them. I I, I can appreciate if people don't like it. I can appreciate that. Um, but I for one didn't. I, I thought it was very, very good. Yeah, imagine a lot. If you of like people, your old school horror. Who, imagine a lot of people who are, have never played Silent Hill or the older Resident Evils may not take well to it compared to no, ourselves. No, who if you played through the older see, ones, see if you're like, oh, I'll, I love Resident Evil, Biohazard, and Village. It's like it's not. It's yeah. not that. Um, that's if you're going in expecting modern, you're going to be bitterly disappointed. Um, it's very old school. Um, so. If you're if you're not into old school horror, it's not for you because it, it absolutely reeks of old school. Um, as soon as you play it, as soon as you load it up, you're like, yeah, this is just an old school horror game. Like it's, that, you don't even need to start the game to know that's what it is. That's what you're getting into. Um, but for eighteen quid, do it. There you go. Hundred percent worth a download. Another thumbs up. Another thumbs up. That was a, a good review. Eight, no thumbs down here. Thank you. Sounds quite fun. Quite proud of it. Yeah, it was, it was very yep. good. I'm impressed. Uh, Thank you. So that was Tormented Souls. I have only played one game since last time. And I finished Psychonauts 2. I won't delve too much into that because we spent a lot of time last week talking about it. Uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed my experience with that game. Uh, it, as it goes along, it just gets better every time. Uh, after every level. And it's always fun because as I explained last time, the concept of you jump into you throw a little door in people's heads and you jump inside their mind and try to fix them, essentially. Uh, and it just can't get better and better. There's some really fun little gimmicks they do in each of the levels, and each level is unique. I won't spoil it too much, uh, or I won't really spoil it all. I don't want to say too much, really. There's one really cool one that involved a like a game show. That's all I'll say. It's just really cool. I, was, I couldn't help but smile when that happened. Uh, so, Sorry, Bill. You were saying something? It's a, it's a go play it. I would say so. You don't need to play the first game. Uh, 
to play the second game. I would just jump right into the second one because it does give you... A, it depends on the person. A lot of people like to play the games in order, which is completely fine. I played the first one before I played the second one. It does give you a greater appreciation for the second one because that game's like 16 years old, the first one. And when you jump straight into the second one, it just feels absolutely phenomenal compared to the first game. Uh, as I explained last time, uh, it doesn't feel like the best platformer because there's like an inherent delay when you're pushing the button to jump. But you get used to that eventually, but... And the second one is just absolutely flawless. Uh, I've really, really enjoyed it. And you get really cool powers later on as well, uh, where you can stop time, or it's like stop stop enemies in time and like hook them in. Uh, or what else do you get? Actually, I wouldn't spoil the other one. It's pretty neat. But yeah, a, a solid all-round great little Game Pass game. Uh, how long was it, I'd say? It felt like it went on for a while, but I think that's because I knew I was towards the end, and I was just very conscious of the time I was spending on mm-hmm. it. I'll quickly check right now. I think it's maybe about 15 hours. Well, if you're curious about Tormented Souls, um, we did it in six. That was very reasonable. So, so I think it was like five hours, 55 minutes, or something thereabouts. Alright, so it's about 13 and a half if you're just mainly through the story, but I've finished a bunch of the side quests, which took about, yeah, about 17, 18 hours if you do some of the side quests as well. Uh, yeah, it's a very good word by Tim Schafer. He was the main writer for the story and all that, so good work, Tim. Uh, blew me away. I thought it was fantastic. So give the people what they want. Indeed. Brutal Legend 2. Well, if you do want a bit of Jack Black, <laughs> Jack Black is in there. But though not as much as yeah, obviously I'm... Brutal Legend 2. But they do make very good use of Jack Black. Uh, good. His talent is well used. Um, I, I, I want to play it just for Jack Black. His level is the best. Like, his level still stands out for me. It's just it's such a beautiful level. That's the, the one level I'll never forget. Uh, it's a very... <laughs> I really I want to say what it is I do not want to spoil it though like you just have to play it for yourself no no no, no. Um, the cut is probably the most I would say well, yeah I would say it's the most unique level in that game because it it's sort of the first major shift where they sort of I don't I, again, I don't want to say too much I'm saying too much as it is I don't want to say anymore just at least play it up until that level it's not that long in the game yeah uh, yes that's Psychonauts 2 we haven't played anything else. Um, Fallout 76. Oh, yes, Fallout 76. Oh. Well, that works. We have to say our goodbyes. Yep. Rest in peace. Nuclear winter um, is no more. Nuclear winter. Yep. It's gone. Yeah. You t- Rest in pepperoni. Because we were... I think we were planning on playing something else a couple of nights ago, but then you mentioned that... Well, you originally thought that Fall Nuclear Winter was going to end on the 9th, but it actually ends on the 8th. Yeah, I thought it was meant to end so, today. Yeah, so we just we had... Because it was quite late at night, so we had a couple of hours just to spare to play it. Uh, and we were very fond of that mode. Like at, at one point, it was our favourite Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, we, we played a ton of the Nuclear Winter. But to, it wasn't bad. No, it was just... Wasn't given the they love. Didn't do anything yeah, with it, it wasn't given the love it yeah. deserved, in my opinion. That was at the time when they put it in there. 
they hyped up. Uh, and literally the only change they made, or the only major change, was the new map. Mm-hmm. And after that update, that was it. Like nothing happened. There was nothing else. The only reason a lot of people went in, I imagine, was to get the score for the, yeah. the season table thing, the scoreboard. Yeah, because I think there was a daily. Um, like I think every day there was a. I think it was just play a match of nuclear winter or yeah, use, kill one person in nuclear winter. Yeah, or, or something. use so many stem packs or whatever, or take a picture. Or yeah, probably. Uh, there was like used. I think you had to like use five stem packs or something. Yeah, you just, you just find stem packs and use them. Yeah, I had, and then that's it. You're done. It had potential because it had its own unique. Because it took your, yeah, your special stats from the main game. Uh, the special stats numbers that you have in the main game and it implemented that into the nuclear winter, but the cards were different. So you had like frog's legs, which allows you to jump really high. But you had to have like nine agility for that. So if you didn't have nine agility, you couldn't use it. But even like you had your own special perk loadout as well within Nuclear and it made it really interesting. Sort of changed up the gameplay a bit, so you could sort of focus more on healing or support player or guns or uh, like goat's legs, for example, where you can jump off large heights without taking damage. There's a lot of cool stuff you could do in there that made it a bit more fun. But it was really I remember the first time we played it and we came across someone with frog's legs and a grenade launcher. Like, it was just impossible to defeat them. Because mm-hmm. we were just so new to it at that time. Like, what the hell is this? What the hell's Frog's Legs? Because at that time, we weren't fully versed in the adventure mode. We didn't realize, or we didn't really look into the, what do you call it? Not the tonics. The mutations. mutations that's it. We didn't really look into them too much. Because um, we were playing it like we were playing a single profile game, which is the wrong way to play that game. But, uh, yeah, so we just wanted to say goodbye to Nuclear Winter. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, I miss it. Already. It's only been down today. Yeah, we dabbled in... Oh. Well, I would say we dabbled. We we literally looked at Fallout uh, at, the, at Worlds and went, yeah, it's not, that, this one's not for us. Yeah, it's, it's the happy builders. Um, it's a bit stupid of us to go in and think people have built these massive structures within like six hours of the update being <laughs> So maybe we should yeah. give it a bit more time. We'll give it... Give it a week or so, and then we'll maybe yeah. jump back in and see what but just, what amazing creations people come up with. But it sounds like they do have some really interesting stuff coming up for that uh, mode. I just hope the builder thing isn't too long, because I think a lot of people jumping into it don't know what to do. Uh, yeah. So everything I've jumped, I went in there today, and there was like four people. Um, oh. Yeah, so there's a lot of people going in expecting something and not who aren't really builders uh, who went in there. Yeah. And, not really expecting or how to, you know, what the differences are and have just sort of given up and left. So they've always been kind of empty, at least on the, the Xbox. Don't know about the PC or PlayStation. Um, but yeah, it's... I can see it being more of a, um, maybe a PC thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Where it's easier, probably. Where it's definitely a wee bit easier to build. Yeah. But right now... Whereas I, it could be a bit fiddly. Yeah. But right now I think we'll revisit the uh, Fallout Worlds in a few weeks. You do you do get a free perk, Game Pass perk, where you get a month free of Fallout first. So I, I suppose at one point we could, mm-hmm. one of us could use that, and we'll spin up our own server and have a mess around on it. But in terms of like yeah, the official servers, there's just not much happening at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, about time. Indeed. Well, Bill, I think that is the end. I think of the we've show. covered everything yeah. we wanted to talk. Yes. 
Not a lot of games this week, but next week I imagine, at least on my end, there will be a good chunk. Life is Strange is that. Life is Strange True Colors. I got that today, the 9th. Uh, I got Far, Lone Sales to play. I have The Forgotten City, Lake, Hades still, uh, The Last Stop. So I'm not... I won't feature next week. <laughs> you, you may as well not come along. No, uh, no I, I can't just... imagine I'll get through all those. I'll probably I'll. My aim is to finish Life is Strange. Uh, apparently that's like a about ten hours long. It's like five chapters and about two hours each. So it's roughly works out to what the episodes were in the original game, the previous game. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll probably get through that. But yeah. Uh, also, I forgot to tell you this, Bill. I've decided to restructure the the Game Pass or Play feature. All right. So I think this makes more sense, and I want your opinion on it. So every two weeks on a Tuesday, they announce the new drop for Game Pass games. Mm-hmm. So my, I think our original plan was like we accumulate all the games and put it in. Uh, oh, and just pick one. Pick selector. Pick one randomly. So my thought is, how about we just do that every two weeks for the games that release on oh. the Tuesday. Yeah, that makes more sense. So it's a bit more up to date instead of like picking a game that's been on Game Pass for like two years or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. So like, I think I think last week's one was pretty decent. It had like Final Fantasy thirteen. Uh, yeah, FF thirteen's on it. Got the Artful Escape. That's another game I have to play. The Artful Escape came out. Oh. Um, that that thirteen one. That's a special. A lot of people don't know, but that's actually quite a special backwards compatible title game. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they've done, they've been a bit more work on that compared to the other back and back titles. Because it has the X enhancement, which is in four K, but they also went in and replaced the pre-rendered cinematics with the PS three version. Yeah, because also that was all compressed on like four discs uh, on the three sixty. Can you remember? Final Fantasy four thirteen was on two. Is it two discs? I think it was only on two. I don't know why I'm thinking four. Lost Odyssey was on four. Oh, that's maybe what I'm thinking of. Um, I don't... What was 13 maybe? It wasn't as many as four. Was it two or three discs that was on? It might be three. I don't know why I want to say two. For some reason I'm thinking two. But it could be three. Either way, a number of discs. I'm going to check right now. Uh, three. Was it three? Yes. I think one of them was just an install disc, maybe? I'm, I'm having flashbacks. No, uh, all, all three of them were play discs. Oh, were they? Um, I don't know why I'm thinking that one of the discs was literally just a tiny wee section of the game as well. I f- don't know if I'm just making that no, up. I feel but... like you. I remember you telling me that, that you were... You switched it out for this tiny portion of the game, then when you left it, you had to go back to the other desk or something. Uh, go back. Yeah. Um, but it was funny, though, because I loaded it up briefly just for a bit of nostalgia, and it's got my game save from when I played it, and it was like wow. the... Oh, when was it? August 2011 or something? That's crazy. Um, I was like, damn. I like 7 o'clock at night. Wow. That's kind of it's depressing like, when that happens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because I remember sitting playing it. Um... I remember playing it on like the old CRT TV that I had at the time. It was brilliant. Um, it's weird to think back that's on, right, but yeah, it was right, kind yeah. of like, whoa, 
I, I remember playing this. I remember finishing it as well. Went straight back in and died. I was like, I, I, I don't know what level I'm or what I'm doing, really. Does it have auto-HD? Um, yeah, did it have auto-HD or... Um, it does. I think they all do, those old 360 background pack games. But it is, it's, it's 4K as well, yeah. which is pretty good. And yeah, no, it looks good as yeah, well. Yeah, I imagine it looks really nice. It's probably a game that holds up really well. Yes, it does have auto Look HDR. that. Auto HDR. I love it. The Farlone sales has it as well. And it looks very nice. But yeah, so I think that's the yeah, good. the plan, I think, because in the next show there will be a new drop because uh, the last drop happened last Tuesday. So that's Tuesday coming up. I'll put them together and we'll uh, select one and we'll have to play it. Or I'll have to play it. We're not sure how we're huh. doling out yet. No, we're doing that yet. Uh, there's also something else you told me, an interesting story, but we'll save that for next week, I think. Where we okay. will debut our retail segment. And we have a potentially huh. very interesting, controversial discussion. Huh. Will we be on BBC News? Maybe. I hope so. Bloomberg? Maybe. We could blow it <laughs> wide open. Everything will change next week. Oh, right. That'd be funny if I did. <laughs> this up. I was thinking about it earlier. I know. Because I've got something related to our, uh, when I used to work at Argos and a little story behind that as well that I don't think a lot of people know. Uh, maybe they've changed since I was last there, but uh, it fits in very well with what you were saying. Um, but yeah, we'll save it for next week. It's been an hour, just under an hour and a half. Uh, and that is us. I think it was a, a decent show. I agree. I think it was. Not as long as the last one. Uh Maybe next week it will be. Who knows? But yes, that is episode two over. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. We will. Yes. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye for the new. Bye. Bye.